Let's do a Sunday scroll. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Off to a good start. Hi, I'm Mac Harvey. And I'm Britt Pham. And welcome to Sunday School. Sunday school stretch to start today, folks. Go ahead and, if accessible, find a seat or a stance that feels comfy for you. And interlace your fingers, pulling them in front of you and arching your back and taking a nice deep breath into that position. On your next inhale, you can extend your arms above your head, stretching up towards the sky. Inhale, exhale here. One more inhale, and on that next exhale, breathe into a cactus. And then as your breath returns to a regular rhythm, roll out your wrists, relax into your body. Maybe roll out your neck. Take any movement that feels good for you. And finally, breathe in, raise your shoulders up to your ears, scrunch them in and exhale as you relax them down with the back a little straighter than it used to be. <sighs> Let's get into it. All right. Happy Sunday, everyone. Oh, we made it. What are we talking about today? <laughs> Yes, we decided to talk about the ebbing and flowing, and I love the changing landscape of friendships and relationships of all kinds, you know, maybe less so romantic relationships because I really want to put the focus more, deprioritize and put the focus on platonic or... Um, just like friendship relationships and not so much romantic because I think we put a lot of weight on those as a society. Um, I am guilty of that, but I don't know. My life is so rich with good friendships right now. Something I have been practicing saying a lot recently is that my life is really alive right now. I got that from a friend, Jackie Cantwell, who plays the crystal singing bowls that you hear mm. in our grounding breaths. I love Jackie. Um, yeah, she's that's a Jackie phrase. Mm -hmm. My life is really alive right now. There's a lot that's really alive. I think it really reframes the idea of like, I'm so busy, I'm so overwhelmed, and it makes it something more, uh, something that you want to lean into a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And um, with today's topic of friendships, I think there's a lot that's really alive in the friendship area of our lives right now. And yes. so we decided to 
have a conversation on it. Um, but before we get into that, should we talk about weekly updates and maybe create some context for the topic yeah. today? Yeah, I am very down for that. Well, work is work as always. Forerunner is forerunner as always. <laughs> Love that sweet baby man. And, you know, he conversations I've been having with him recently have were actually a big inspiration for this episode as well because he and I have felt more called to put energy into building community and friendships here and it's been actually really nice to have a partner for that stuff honestly because when I first moved here it was fucking rough like yeah deal with shitty people who flake ghosts non-committal people and um right now the last couple of weeks have just been really busy for me and so I haven't been able to like kind of invest as much into new connections and so Forerunner has been setting up some like friendship dates for us to go on Aww. with like other people and couples and it's just cool to have like a partner who's building life with me yeah, yeah. wow you have to let us know how the friendship dates go if you yeah. find any cool couples I will be I mean awesome we've said this before on this podcast like but making friends as an adult is so hard and so weird and I feel like so many of us are trying like mm. a lot of us have relocated since th- the pandemic started we're all like kind of in these new building phases of our lives and yet it's still so rough out there and I'm like if we're all struggling like why are we all not showing up a little bit more for each other I don't yeah understand yeah um, like why can't we all connect over that and talk about it yeah yeah but we're also all tired out here so I have compassion and it's just one day at a time baby <laughs> uh, anyway what's new with you man oh man I don't think I've updated our congregation on this since the last time I talked about it but um I think one of the last times we recorded I was talking about this new budding exciting thing with Harry Potter um oh and my this actually <laughs> I know so anyway if you remember an episode couple episodes back whatever I was uh kind of exploring this new lover slash potential situationship in my life with the roommate of an old co-worker of mine that I met very organically and hit it off with. I got a text from Harry Potter and I was on the phone with you <laughs> and I went, oh God, I'm glad you're here. Like, let's open this because the <laughs> the like la- first line of the text that I could see when it showed up on my phone was like, hey, Mac, I would like to talk about something. And I was like, fuck. (laughs) I just knew it. And I was like, what's going to happen? Okay. Because like things were good and I didn't feel any shift or any change. And then all of a sudden he, which uh, to his credit, he communicated how he was feeling. He was very honest and candid with what was going on. And so, uh, you know, 10 out of 10, great way to handle that. I have no bitterness right now towards him. But he basically said like um, he had met me like right after getting out of a string of these long relationships and and so he messaged me and he said I have really enjoyed what we've been doing but I'm having a hard time staying true to myself and remaining single while exploring things with you and so basically he was having a hard time kind of 
balancing, you know, being with me, but then also staying single and staying true to himself. So Mm -hmm. he said, I think we need to like maybe take the hookup off the table. He's like really adamant about remaining friends. And I was like, yes, like I don't need to have sex with you. So we came to this agreement over text and we were like, yeah, like, let's stay friends. Like, see you soon. And I haven't heard from him since. And I think I was a little sad about it at first, but I don't know, like weeks have gone by and I kind of just am turned off because I was like, if this is your definition of being friends, yeah, it's not mine. There is a difference between being friends and being friendly. Mm -hmm. And so much of the time in situations like this, we're so used to being like, yeah, I want to be friends. Like, let's just be friends. It's like it's the same as when like you run into somebody at the mall and you're like, oh, my God, we got to catch up sometime. And like, you don't Mm -hmm. really mean it. You have no intention of actually catching up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, and you just don't really mean it when you say things like that and I just remember a really long time ago when I was like in college I would catch myself sometimes being that person being like oh my god we should hang out sometime like not even in person like I would just like say it over text and I like wouldn't really follow through and I'd be like why am I saying this like I don't want to be an inauthentic bitch so I stopped being an inauthentic bitch and I just like don't say things like that to people if I don't mean it even if it feels awkward you know even if it feels like they want me to say it. It's like, hmm, that's not really the kind of relationship I'm interested in being in where like I'm going to say things because you want me to say it. Uh, yeah. It's not true. I want to be authentic to myself and I want to be authentic with you. And that's going to be the biggest thing in service of this friendship slash relationship. But I think it's just easier though to say like, let's just be friends rather than to be like, hey, I don't want to have sex with you anymore. And to be honest, probably won't hang out with you much afterwards. But we could be friendly if we see each other. Yeah. It's hard. It's a weird, it's a weird thing to say. And not everyone it's really, has like the awareness to even know the difference yeah. sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I don't know, that's the vibe I'm catching with yeah. this guy. I just like, I don't think that his idea of us being friends was aligned with mine. Yeah. And once I figured that out, I realigned and stepped oh away. God. And I'm honestly over it at this point. So yeah on to the next roommate of a friend <laughs> yeah yeah we can give that update later <laughs> well let's see how it plays out first <laughs> yeah exactly i'm not gonna fucking i feel like every episode i'm like oh i met this new person and then by the next episode i'm like so that's over <laughs> we're not gonna give them airtime anymore until we've, we've had at least two months yeah them, okay? it's gotta stick <laughs> for at least two so months funny. okay no no one's judging here um mm-hmm. but a question for you mm-hmm do you ever sometimes wonder if like we're holding like a way too high of standard of communication <laughs> and self-awareness for the people in our life? Are you saying we're too healed and are we better than everyone? <laughs> Am I the problem because I've like released all my problems? Because <laughs> <laughs> I have no problems. <laughs> We have a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> no one listened to us. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing a bit. This is not true. <laughs> no, but seriously, like, like sometimes I find myself talking about situations like the one that you have with Harry Potter mm. or like with friendships 
with Forerunner, who um, I would say is like a lot more, uh, he's a lot more balanced in his approach to life. And yeah. so sometimes when I'm like talking about people and I'm like, well, why wouldn't they just say like the truth? And the thing that Forerunner always reflects to me is like, sometimes it's just easier and like less energy and Sometimes we don't owe people like the energy it takes to create this whole explanation and stuff. And so it's hard because I'm sure you and I have been on the other side of the situation as well, where we were like, it's just like not worth it to say like all the things. It's just like, hey, let's just be friends. I'll see you when I see you. Yeah. What comes to mind for me is like not everybody needs or cares to have this level of or the, you know, a similar friendship to what we are striving to have. Like some people are very content having the different types of friendships. Should we go to church on the topic? Cause I think we have maybe set it up. I think we've set it up pretty well. I think so. Let's go oh. to church. Okay, so today's topic is the changing landscape of friendships. You can quote my therapist on that. Mm. And both you and I are in our late 20s, which from what I hear from my friends that are like a little older, this is kind of the time when a lot of friendships start turning over, new friendships start to begin. It's like a big transition chapter because we've been Mm. like alive for 27, 28 years now. So like, it's just natural that a lot shit of shit has happened yeah <laughs> and <laughs> I've always heard stories of like the ways that friendships change but I never really got it until recently mm-hmm. um and that shit's really hard and on this podcast we also talk a lot about queer love platonic love other kinds of partnerships the ways that we can sort of break through the heteronormativity of this society and so one of the things that we really want to dig into that we've skirted around in past episodes is like friendships platonic partnerships and like how sometimes that shit can be way harder than romantic relationships yeah i think one because we're not given the tools to deal with that because in this world we just prioritize romantic partnership way more than anything else and you sent me this tiktok that I really loved. Uh, do you want to kind of talk about it? Because I feel like it's a big inspiration point for this episode. Yeah, I found this TikTok. Um, this user's name, I hope I'm saying it right. It's uh, Lania, L-A-N-I-A. And they spoke so eloquently and put into words basically what you reflected, Brit, which was like our, the society that we live in really puts romantic relationships on a pedestal and doesn't really give us the tools on how to create intentional friendships, uh, platonic friendships, um, or even end platonic friendships. They start the TikTok off by saying like, what if love never finds you? Like, imagine the rest of your life and what if you never find love what if you never find that one true person or the love of your life whatever you want to call it what does that open up in the rest of your life make your life the love of your life 
And I thought that was so beautiful. It was so profound. It, it like hit me in the chest of just like, wow, like I want to reorganize all my priorities and like yeah. delete the dating apps immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like what does it mean to fall in love with your life? Mm. And how does that feel so much more expansive and abundant mm. than finding this one love? Of your yeah, life. that was kind of the catalyst to a lot of this conversation, as well as just the friendship part of our lives being very alive right now for both yeah. of us. I also love how this creator kind of touched on relationships being such a big part of making your life the love of your life. Mm. And it got me thinking about how I have so many loves of my life. Mm. I'm like so lucky like you're the love of my life Phoenix is the love of my life my friend Noor creative partner Noor at one of Benny Studio is the love of my life and so when you have so many loves of your lives (laughs) (laughs) thank you my work is the love of my life (laughs) but no seriously like it just had me thinking because I just I feel like this week especially I should have said this in weekly updates but another big thing for me recently has been feeling like I finally found this sense of creative flow that I've been working towards for a very long time in the past year at least Mm. and that's really what I mean when I say life is really alive right now like I could say I'm like super busy or like a little overwhelmed which is all true and like life is so alive for me and I feel like within creative flow I've really fallen in love with my life like I'm just so stoked to be alive and like forerunner will tell you I wake up most days and I'm like god like Life is so good. It couldn't get better. This is truly the best day of my life because every day is the best day of my life. And I'm just really like soaking that feeling in. Um, But to go back to the changing landscape of friendships, Mm. I think, you know, to, to touch on how like multiple things can be true at once. This area of my life, our lives is very live and it's like really heavy sometimes and really sad Mm. because um friendships changing slash ending can be sometimes like way more devastating than a breakup with a a romantic partner I really love that we're having this conversation because I feel like so much of my life in the past like two almost three years uh, since the end of my last relationship, I, I mean, you and Phoenix have been more life-changing than any romantic relationship I've ever been in, mm-hmm. period. Like, that is the most important relationship in my life. And it's changed me the most. It's opened my eyes. It's made me feel things I've never felt before with friends. I never felt this like cared for and held within a relationship. It really drives in that point for me that like my whole young life, people were telling me like end goal is to get married, find someone who will marry you and find a romantic partner. And that's what I was putting so much energy into. While when I deprioritized that and stepped away from a really horrible, toxic relationship and I prioritized myself and I prioritized my friendships my life is amazing like I look back on the ups and downs of the last two almost three years and it's 
been the best years of my life so far. And I love myself more. I'm getting like emotional. Like I feel like so just full of love about this topic because I just, I just love you. And like you have changed my life. I'm going to sip my coffee before I cry. I, I'm really glad you shared that though, because I actually think it's, it was a good, um, you helped me realize what I was trying to say earlier, which is around why friendship changes are so fucking difficult because I think they are also the kinds of relationships that feed us the most and that change us the most. Mm. And like when that shifts, that can be really tough because it feels like you're losing something. Right. Because in most ways that in most stories that we're told or most of our experiences around a change of relationship, it's like the end of a romantic one, the breakup, you never talk again. And like something I've been learning a lot in recent experiences and honestly throughout like my entire adult life of friendships is that like just because something changes doesn't mean it has to end. Mm. And That's why I love the term that my therapist offered to me, the shifting landscape of friendships, is because Mm. I think the way that I want to navigate my relationships is to look at everything as a constant evolution and transformation and opportunity to create something new. And that takes way more energy than just saying, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. The first friendship breakup I can think of Uh was with this girl. We will call her Jane. (laughs) I'm sorry. We will call her Jane. (laughs) And I was like really good friends with Jane throughout a lot of college. Mm -hmm. And like. Pretty, like, I mean, pretty cut and dry looking back on it, like, kind of realized that she was actually really toxic. Recently, I've been kind of going through transformations in uh, a lot of my close friendships that have made me think about kind of like that moment versus this moment in time. Back then, it was not my best self, didn't really know how to mm-hmm. communicate clearly, kind of like took the easy way out. And like, mm-hmm. that felt a little messy and like, Today, I'm trying my best to be authentic. I'm trying my best to, like, really show up and, like, create something new and, like, allow things to transform rather than just, like, straight up end. And it's still really messy and painful. (laughs) I think it's just trial and error and, like, sussing out what feels right for this relationship. Now you know that you'd handle it differently. And I know I've seen it. I've seen that in practice today of how you handle relationships and I have no doubt that whether or not you decide to have a conversation in the future with a potential friendship breakup like but I know you'll be your authentic self and take care of you and that's all you really need to do I guess I'll get a little bit more specific about like recent circumstances Mm. Um, and I want to like you know protect this person's identity and Mm. um, their privacy so I'll keep it like rather simple and kind of share about like the distilled takeaway (laughs) that I Mm -hmm. think there is to get from this situation in my life, which is sometimes you can have such a history with somebody, genuine relationship, nothing is wrong. Like with Jane back in college, like 
there were there were clearly a lot of things wrong like she was just like a very toxic person Mm. and with recent circumstances for me there's nothing like toxic or bad or no one's doing anything wrong right now Mm. I think at some points in life you just become different people it Mm. happens in friendships it happens in romantic relationships and when you become different people you have different wants different needs and sometimes those don't match each other and I think it's a really painful thing to just accept that, hey, maybe we're just like not in the same place right now, especially when you have so much history. Like it's mm-hmm. very easy to want to try and like fix something. But I yeah. noticed that the more you try to fix something, the more you make it wrong. And like at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong here. Yeah. And that's really like messy. And I could not say that as simply as I'm saying it now had this been recorded like a few weeks ago because it's just taken a lot of processing to kind of like realize that that's what's happening here Mm. um with this uh friendship that I'm talking about you we've said friendship breakup a few times I want to make it clear like this situation in the present moment that I'm talking about is not a friendship breakup it truly Mm. to me is like an evolution and a transformation and Mm. sometimes I'm like can something change or transform when you're trying to work on it all the time or is it best to give it some space to let to see where like the chips may fall I think I think it depends on the relationship I don't think either of those options there's a right or a wrong way to do it it's just like look at each relationship and maybe it would work for this one and maybe it wouldn't work for this other one um Mm -hmm. the example I'll talk about here is one I had with a friend who is very much still in my life right now. But there was a there was a time in our friendship a, a year or so ago where things weren't as healthy or looking as good. And I didn't end up having a conversation, but I just kind of mm-hmm. put space. Yeah. And I just took some space and silently communicated boundaries and now I feel like our friendship is so much healthier I didn't have to have a conversation with this person and be like hey you're suffocating me or hey you're you know I feel like your therapist not your friend like this friend like moved away for a summer moved to a different part of the state and then came back Um, And in that time apart, I really created distance, um, but was always kind and always friendly. And now today, I absolutely adore this person still and value them as a friend. And I feel like our relationship really has grown and become so much healthier because of that distance. And I don't know, I think maybe in a different situation, Like I had another similar situation with a friend of mine who I haven't really spoken with since college. And I was a, I had to communicate a boundary with this person Mm. and that created distance as well. I love that you shared those two examples because it's making me think about another conversation we wanted to have Mm. around when to have 
a conversation versus when to just let it go. Yeah. And I think I know I keep wanting to like I keep wanting to bring up that topic because they're so tied into each other. Right. right Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I was trying to ask though earlier around like when can transformation happen when you're trying to work on it and when do you just like kind of need to give it space. Mm. And you're right. It's totally context based totally relationship person situational yeah yeah and I think that for me where I'm at in this moment with the situation I'm talking about right now is like realizing that boundaries don't always have to be communicated they can just be put in place through action yeah and sometimes the more you talk about it the worse it makes it that's another thing though sometimes the conversations can be very eye-opening and like depend like with this uh old friend of mine who I had to communicate this boundary with recently they friend the college friend um they took it in a way that wasn't that great and that was kind of an answer too of like oh okay well I don't think this is the type of friendship that I want anymore and that's how I found out whereas like Mm. With the other example, um, this friend who I just kind of put space in between us without communicating it, now we're better than ever and it helped the relationship and how she chose to handle it just made me realize like, yes, this is why I still want you in my life because Mm. you just accepted my boundary even though it wasn't directly communicated and that's a good friend. And so- seeing how they react to really either way you choose to handle it can also give you an idea of like whether or not to keep this friend or you know if you made the right choice in creating these boundaries that also reminds me of something my therapist also said this entire episode is just me relaying information from my therapist (laughs) Uh, it's in every episode (laughs) it's something else i've also been working on on top of like just learning to kind of let shit go um, is learning to listen to my feelings as a pointer or as data pointing me towards a potential action I can take because I think sometimes I can get lost in this loop of being like, where is this feeling coming from? Why do I feel so frustrated with this person? Maybe I should talk it out with them, blah, 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 blah. There's also a place for just like acknowledging the feeling and taking it a step further and being like, what is this pointing me towards? And that is another like hard thing with, with relationships changing. It's just like, especially if you used to be so close to somebody and like, they used to be someone that you felt so much comfort with and that starts to change. Like there is validity in being like, why is this changing? What's going on here? But there's also validity in being like, I don't feel good around you all the time. And I think I just like need some space and we will come back together because it's a transformation and evolution. Like I'm not breaking up with you. Like I still love you. It's just things are different and like, that's okay. Well, that's exactly what happened within your and I's friendship for a while there. We were, that's true. We were close and then we grew apart and then we grew back together. And I think we're just kind of parallel right now in our growth i love that part of our story and i just i love that 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 can happen within friendships and that the Mm. landscape can change and they can ebb and flow and sometimes they just ebb and keep ebbing away (laughs) and that's that's okay therapist said Ah! (laughs) she was like sometimes you flow and sometimes you need to ebb 
And uh-huh. I was like, that was a great metaphor, Erica. Yes. Thank you, Erica. I have a weekly assignment in the vein of just letting it go and not having the conversation, which is something I've been really practicing in my romantic relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If there is a conversation in your life or a relationship in your life where you feel tension and like you kind of like want to say something, but maybe aren't sure if like it's worth it or if you should write a letter to that person just like get Mm. it all out and then share it with a friend who you can trust and then decide if you really want to say something or if you can just let it go I love doing that I love like even putting together something that you actually would say and then Mm. just never sending it is so helpful so I love that assignment my weekly assignment is going to be to to explore the areas in your life outside of building on an already existing or finding a romantic relationship. Hmm. Deprioritize that if that's a big priority of yours already and explore what other areas of your life you can expand on in order to fall in love with your life. And make that the love of your life. I love it. Stunning. Stunning. I literally almost said that. All right. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Um, anything else? No, I feel very complete. I feel like I've detoxified a lot in this conversation today. I yeah. feel good. Okay, good. We'll go drink <sighs> a big glass of water and have an amazing Sunday. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Go hug your friends. Sunday School was created by me, Britt Pham. And me, Mac Harvey. Our theme music is originally by Caleb Spaulding and remixed by Annie Klang. The music you hear during our grounding breath are crystal singing bowls composed and played by Jackie Cantwell. This episode was edited by Danielle Costa. You can find us on Instagram at sunday.school. School is spelled S-X-H-O-O-L. Thanks. Right. Chicka chicka.